Luckily, pretty good. Good, good. Just wanted to pop in and see what I've been missing. Well, nothing. So there you go. <laughs> nothing and everything, huh? Yes. Yeah. Well, I'll leave the everything to you. We're going to give you nothing. Yeah. So that's how it works. I'm going yeah. to explain it as best I can tonight. Yeah. Which I do every, I try every time. But you I'm going to more do. specifically uh, get into whatever can be perceived, can't be perceiving. And what can uh, what can be perceived cannot get that. You know, just be clear. Whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving, and that which can be perceived cannot get that. You cannot get it. That's the message. That's why when we say you're never going to get it, we're talking about that which can be perceived, which is not that which is perceiving. Yeah. Right. So that which is perceived is never going to get the message. Yeah, and it's not going to get the message that it's uh, not what's perceiving because the programming uh, is not like AI. It's not growing into an intelligence or consciousness. It's a program. It's selfing. There's a claiming of stuff. That stuff is then inferred or implied to be a quality or an attribute or something that what we're not can do. And then people get very frustrated when they can't understand the message or even more so when they think they understand the message and it doesn't seem to translate into traveling lighter. Yeah, because this is the thing. Everyone, everyone as the action figure fears, feels like they're the one that's doing it. They are the one that's selfing. They are the one that's obstructing. They are their own worst enemy. And it's not true. The claiming is mechanical. Yeah. That which can be perceived is used as an object and is implied to have subjective qualities. Yeah. Great master Huang Po comes in, says the perceived is the object and it doesn't have those subjective qualities. It's not what's perceiving. Yeah. Simple as that. The problem is, there isn't a problem. What needs to be understood is like that parable. Yeah, we're just going. Yeah. It's like the first parable we ever did a video on where the lion, the young lion gets orphaned, the old, her, his mother gets killed, roaming around, doesn't know what he is or what's, what's going to happen. He meets a herd of sheep. He gets adopted by those sheep. He starts living as the sheep. He forgets all sense of, because he never had a real sense of being a lion. He was just sort of in a, I don't know. And then the sheep became the new, the new uh, idea. And what happens is he runs into an old lion. He takes the old lion as a lion, but he's saying, please, Mr. Lion, don't eat me. I'm a humble sheep. So it's he's identified as a sheep. The old lion recognized this, doesn't sit down and give him a huge talk because it's not going to go anywhere. It just grabs the young lion, drags it over to the water hole, takes its head, its old head and and the, the lion, young lion's head, and the young lion sees the reflections and gets it, right? Bammo. The parable ends there, but now there's an addition that's needed. You need to have a warning. What happens when the young lion leaves the watering hole? What happens when the young lion's at the watering hole and the old lion leaves? What's happening when he can't have that peak experience of seeing the same reflections every fucking day? What happens when it moves away from the watering hole? The sheep programming kicks in, and now the sheep program explains the revelation of your lion as I had a lion experience as a sheep. Yeah, this is what's more important than the parable of seeing your image. Everyone's had those ahas, but they don't withstand the time and space, do they? They don't stand up to time and space. Something that's unforgettable seems to be forgotten by an ideation or a cherished remembering of what we're not. So the whole point is to talk about the perceived 
to the perceiving, not talk about the perceiving to the perceived. It doesn't go anywhere. So there it is, as clear as day. This is what we're intending when we're sharing. This is what I am attempting to express when I'm sharing. Maybe, and it, I have no license. It's all public open source. You're going to make it what it seems to you. But today I'm just going to stick that flag down. And I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about what you're not. Yes? Yes. So whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. Go into the head for five minutes. You're listening anyway, so I'm not not even asking for anything. There's listening to it. Listen to the head. The head's whole theme is that which is perceived is what's perceiving. Every story that gets momentum and goes through ages and all these things and families of origins all come from this misidentification the perceiving is actually verifying the perceived yeah so the i am is now being used by the mental state to verify i am paul that's what's going on that's how i've seen it yeah and this is what happened when i started hearing about non-duality it became obvious to me after a while there was something going on that most people weren't seeing and then I could see it explained in, in Ramana Maharshi's teachings and Nizagadatta's. And Ramana Maharshi would always preface it as the greatest mystery or the problem. So he put a big significance on it and it made sense to me. I just had it already. I felt it. And then it was given a, a way or, or a form. And as soon as that happened, something in, came in and said, listen, there's no point talking about anything else because if the people don't see this, they're looking from it. It's just that simple. Yeah. Nothing right or wrong with it, but they're looking from it. And when they're looking from it, they're using what they are to look for what they are. Reaffirming and reinforcing in that whole pursuit what you're not. And Ramana Maharshi describes it perfectly. I don't know how you read it, but this is how I read it. It says, hey, there's a presupposing. Pre has something to do with time, yeah? Only in time is there befores and afters. So presupposing of what? A non of a non-existent thing, yeah? Existing. All right. So there's a presupposing that the non-existent thing is that which is existing, which is the perceived is that which is perceiving. Yeah, this is the fundamental mistake, so to speak. Being convinced, I mean, the presupposing of a non-existent thing, which is a body, being an existent thing, which is the perceiving. Yes, about actually existing, perceiving, no thing. Yeah, this presupposing of this non-existent thing as the existing thing now wants to get salvation for itself. Then he goes to the next sentence and he explains everything. At this in this situation, the spiritual practices that you believe are going to destroy this thing or reinforcing this thing. How can they destroy it? Yeah. So trying to find what you are through what you're not reinforces what you're not, does not reinforce what you are. Yeah. So this is what gets this is how the the that earnest loving innocent view gets sort of arthritically mutated yeah you're using what you are to look for what you are as an object to what you're not yeah good luck yeah this is what we've been banging away at all these years because it hit me that there's no point to go anywhere else i met tons of super clear people who are not clear about this and I'll tell you something, I have no interest in their extreme radical clarity. I have no interest if it's not clear about this. There's no interest in it. Yeah, none. It's like levitating. It's like I can warm my body if I ever find myself in a freezing cold cave. I have fucking heating in the house. Yeah, <laughs> these powers don't seem to have much 
fucking, when am I going to use levitation? I can just step over something. I don't have to lift to <laughs> go over it. But traveling lighter comes from seeing this. Because if you don't see this, you're trying to travel lighter as that which is heavy. Good luck. That's all I can say. Yeah. If you're one in, one of the few people that break through this whole dilemma, if you can break through that which is playing God, the head, when it hears, hey, in recovery, the first thing in all of recovery is you got to quit playing God. All right. So that which is playing God claims to be the hearer of this message. You have got to quit playing God, a.k.a. as that which is playing God. All right. See what happens. If that which is playing God tries to quit playing God, that's playing God. Now, maybe ad infinitum, you can break through that, but man, I don't see it happening in the near future. I just don't. I just, you can't get out of it. If that which is playing God plays God with quitting playing God, that's playing God. Tell me where it isn't. Yeah. So this is a very simple message. Very simple. You lose interest in that which has a need to be liberated. So you lose interest in that which needs to be liberated. That's what happens. That's the liberation. The liberation is waiting for something to be delivered that cannot be delivered to what you're not. Yeah. You're freed from that. Yeah. So now you're not seeing this moment as a stepping stone to a greater, bigger moment that's going to just have a fucking crescendo of the moment. No, you're here now because you can't be anywhere else. This isn't like a heroic Herculean. I, you cannot believe what I have to do to be here. No, you're here now. It's so obvious. Yeah. You've never, what we wanted is to get out of the moment. That's what most of us want. That's what we're not. We constantly want to get out of the moment. And we have tricks. We say, well, we're going to try to get into the moment, which is just a verification that you could possibly be out of a moment. Yes? This is called duality. This, When you're moving towards something, you're moving away from something. That's how it goes. Yeah? Firm in faith in there's something else that your head has made to be yourself is the act of denial of what you are. Do you believe when you're sitting here that you're in the act of denial of what you are? No, but if you hear the message, is there something firm in faith in something that's made up to be you? Yes. Well, you know, if there's faith in that, that's the act of denial of what you are. This is duality. Duality. The coin has two sides. When you're moving towards something, you're moving away from something. This is what, this is like in recovery, we talk about effects of losing interest in self. In, hey, in effects in losing, don't drink from that soda now. The dog just drank some, the nectar. Yeah. It's the nectar of the gods and then and the saliva of the dogs is in there now. So here it says in recovery, yeah? You are going to be placed in a position of neutrality without any thought or effort on your part. So what is the relevance of the action figure when it comes to your, your original nature? It's not relevant at all. Because its programming is to do itself into something or do itself out of something or think itself into something or think itself out of something. And here you've been placed in a position of neutrality with no thought and no effort on your part, which is the action figure's part. So basically the action figure cannot see the neutrality that we are already in. And it's looking for some kind of neutrality. Yes. But it has doesn't have the eyes to recognize it. It doesn't. That's why you're feeling excited about going to Hawaii. It translates that as anxiety. 
you'll fucking want to do something. Like we watched this movie, uh, Blue Velvet, with one of the greatest bad guys, Dennis Hopper. And he's always going, I want to fuck anything. That's not love. That's lust. What he was feeling in this anger rage was not love. It was lust. Yeah. But the head has no way. It doesn't really, it cannot translate a feeling. It doesn't have the programming. It doesn't have the bandwidth. So it just slaps a name on it. Oh, that's anxiety. Or that's love. It's not freaking love. You're obsessed over somebody. That's not love. Yeah. So these things happen. And this is what's leading us all day. It's translating this life to you as you. And it has, when it comes to emotions, it's like braille. It can't fucking figure anything out. Did you ever have this experience? You worked, let's say, at a job. You got off, 5.30. You got home at 7. 7.30, you sat down to eat. And at 7.45, the head broke the news to you. You had a bad day. <laughs> you were there the whole day. Are we that out to lunch that we have to wait nine hours later to get a message of what actually happened? Yes. What can happen? Anything. There's an I am, as this is what Ramana, I feel, used to say. It's, it's non-negotiable. It's not doubtable. You're on. I am. You're here. The roller coaster is moving. The lights are on. The laughing is going on. There's something happening. Existence or is or manifestation is happening. Yeah, that I am. The head has captured that I am and is using it to reinforce the story of Paul. So when you feel the I am, which we feel quite a lot, it translates to me. <laughs> so what's translating as nor and translating as Paul is coming from the same source, the I am. But the emphasis is not catching that commonality. It's making it very specific and unique and terminally unique for many of us. Yeah. So the I am, you don't, you're never fucking remembered. When you feel you, it's I am. It's being translated into a story called Paul. And therefore, the emphasis on the I am is totally distracted to the incredible obsession with Paul because Paul needs to be remembered. Paul doesn't have any legs to stand on in this moment. It has to re be remembered. Its sense of I am is I was Paul, I will be Paul, therefore I am Paul. And I can feel the verification of it right now because there's no verification in the past or future. It's just fucking memory. Yeah, there's no feeling. But in that moment, yeah, the moment the I am is the feeling, but it does it this way. I was, I will be, and here comes the verification. I am Paul. <laughs> you can see it. And if you can't see it, hearing it will assist you in seeing it. Yeah? Sometimes seeing isn't triggered by seeing. Sometimes the seeing or the awareness of something is triggered by hearing a message. This is the hopes of satsang. You hear the message and then you see the message, yeah? Because the message is about what you're not. And now suddenly that which you're seeing and is immediately being used to say it's you about you, it's about them concerning you, all this. You see it as what it is and it ain't you. It's an activity called selfing, yeah? There's no self to be found the self is what imagined later after listening ad nauseum to selfing all fucking day. There's just, it's like a, it's like in Zen, you know, the finger pointing at the moon, the selfing is constantly, constantly pointing. And then we just imagine a self. Yeah. We just take ourselves to be the object. And then when, when we hear the message that which 
can be perceived, cannot be perceiving. We try to figure it out as the perceived instead of seeing it from the perceiving. This is how you hear the message of satsang. You don't hear it as the action figure. You're hearing it as what you are about the action figure. The action figure, don't waste any more time trying to convince it. It doesn't have the ceiling. It doesn't have, it's beyond its pay scale. Yes? <laughs> That's the craziest thing. An action figure signing up to go for a week-long seminar on there is no free will. As soon as it leaves that week and it it's believes it now, it goes into Baskin-Robbins and the feeling of free will is there. It said, I'm going to want mocha mocha. And then it ordered coffee. You see? Blew the whole week fucking off. Yeah? Because as Ramana says, when he was questioned ad nauseum about, is there predetermination? Is there free will? Is there free will in predetermination? Yeah? And he says, listen, if there's a sense of individuality, which is the sense of I am being captured by the selfing, yeah? So the sense of I am is now being used to imply an individual, Paul, yeah? When that's happening, which it is, the sense of individuality is always happening, then there's going to be a sense of free will. So no one's addressing the sense of individuality. They're really keen on the topic of free will. But his whole message is forget about the free will. It's an adjunct connected with the sense of individuality. That's where you look. Yeah. Now, is there a, a generation of a sense of individuality? Yes. Is there an individual generated? No. Is there a sense of individuality generated? Yes. Is an individual generated? No. There is no individual generated. There's a sense of individuality that the head uses to infer that there is a presupposed individual already. This is the bondage of selfing. It only happens in space and time. You can see it in space and time because you can see into space and time because you're not of space and time. You can see in it. Yeah. And this is who we're talking to or what we're talking to. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be clear about it because everyone I see, when I hear other people speak, which I haven't since 2000 or something, but when I did, the reason why I'm speaking now is of course how what I heard. I didn't hear this at all emphasized. They were always, most of them were describing the indescribable. All I am is consciousness. Or they would say, you're not a body. What's gonna hear that is a body. It's gonna be more confusing. So there you are, unsuspected, that you are generated as a body and then you hear you're not a body. But how do you hear it as a body? You see, there's warnings that are necessary or satsang doesn't deliver what it can deliver. Yeah, it's like the bondage of self. If I have the, the ability to reach 12 feet and I wear a tight jacket, which limits my ability to reach eight feet and I take that jacket to be skin, the possibility of ever taking off the jacket does not arise. Yes. But if I saw it as not me, then that could be lifted and then I would reach 20 feet. Yes. So I, because I would be relieved of the bondage of self. Yeah. Now, the sense I feel that used to be called Paul that triggered a lot of fucking mental anxiety and wondering what's going to happen to Paul in the future and what did happen to Paul in the past, yes? Now, I, there's a sense of presence, that's all, yeah? And my interest and attention, which I actually believe is the sense of presence, yeah? When it's not directed by the mental activity to reinforce itself, when you lose interest in selfing and now your interest and attention isn't moving into the past and future, that's the sense of presence, is undirected interest and attention. You're just there. And you and then things will capture your attention, or if someone's paying you money to focus your attention, you'll do your job or do your bubbles or whatever. 
Yeah. But there's an infinite fucking well of interest and attention. So you feel it. I am present. Yeah. What happens? A lot. One of the first things. Do you try to get into the moment? No, never. Why? Because you can't be out of the moment. Yeah. Do you look to you? Do you look for what can't be found? No. Yeah. Are you recognizing? Do you stop? Does that head stop looking for the Buddha with the Buddha? No, it doesn't. What happens is you lose interest in the head using the Buddha to look for the Buddha. You lose interest as the Buddha. Not as Paul. Yeah, which is representing using the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You see, Paul, you see that activity from the Buddha. And you lose interest in that activity because you're not Paul. Yeah, now you're not using the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You're not. It's done. It's complete. Finito. It's all dried up. You're not trying to get into the moment. You can't be out of the moment. Yes, you don't waste any time. This thing has gone as far as it can go through the grace of recovery. I have felt gratitude as an action figure. I have felt wonder and awe, A-W-E, as an action figure. I felt empathy as an action figure. I felt considerations of others as an action figure. The sky is not the limit for the action figure. It isn't. It cannot. It has a defined recognition. To me, those are the highest qualities it can reach. Yeah. And what brings that about is not effort and momentum and interest in that happening, but losing interest mm -hmm. in that Paul. Yeah. And then the best of Paul can come through. Yes. Yes. But Paul is not going to be the chariot of the gods. Paul has a functionality here. It's an action figure, yeah? And there's going to be a moment, like it says, many moments, that there'll be no need for any thought or effort on your part before dying and after dying, yes? So the action figure has a limited role. <laughs> it's not going to do itself into not doing. It's not. It's not going to think itself into not thinking. So to me, this just saved me a whole lot of time. The urban renewal project was canceled. And basically, you know, <laughs> I feel somewhat okay, which frees me for the rest of the day. Yes. Maybe I stretch out a little bit in the morning. Maybe I uh, drink more water when it's hot than I do when it's cold, stuff like that. Just try to keep a certain level of enough working. And uh, there you go. And then you can take off for the stars. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. That's the message, as clear as I can put it out right now. The point is, as we said earlier on, when I was in LA, my friend Kyle was watching the door and after the talk, he came up to me and said, you know, all these people came up to me after the talk and said, you know, everything this guy said went over my head. And he said, can you explain about that? I said, yeah, that's where we're aiming is over the head of the action figure. The last thing I want is the action figure to think it got it. <laughs> so I know the action figure has limitations. I know I can throw a ball outside of its reach. I cannot miss everything. I can do it under here, here, don't have to look. All I got to do is miss something, which is you. <laughs> That's why hopefully you leave here with nothing uh, <laughs> and maybe find out you're everything. Yes? Yeah. The somethings haven't worked, have they? No, they haven't. There's probably 500 years of seeking in these zooms. Yeah, and look at where you find yourself on a Wednesday night. 
<laughs> so I guess their failure is your success. Yeah. If you are what you're looking for, then a savior failing you would be success. Yeah. So you wouldn't put on put your nature onto the savior's shoulders. You would see by the savior failing you that there's no need to be saved. Yeah. So the failing of the savior would be at the success. So everything that hasn't worked for you, it has incredible value because if it did work for you, you wouldn't be that you it didn't work for. <laughs> That's the beauty of it. Yeah. Could you imagine if you really thought you got it and it stabilized? <laughs> so here you go. Simple message. Yeah. yeah. All right, Mike, open it up if you like. You've got Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Hey, Paul. Hey. So my question is the perceiving isn't getting it. And obviously there is still an identification with the perceived. It's um, trying to get it and I can't stop that. Great. The question is if it's only the perceiving that can get this, then if only the perceiving can get this, and it sounds and like there's no getting it. What's preventing it? No getting it. The perceiving doesn't need to get anything. That's the point. You see that which needs a whole lot of shit as not you. That's the getting. The getting is of what you're not. The getting is the negation of that which needs to get it. That's it. Yeah. That's the message. The perceiving is that which you're wanting to get. That's it. Yeah. So even now, this right, right now, being what it's, it's right. not, <laughs> instead of being mixed with the idea that it's the perceived, that's all. But as you're saying this, like there's obviously something that's trying to get it. I don't think I can yeah. make that stop. You don't have to. See, this is what it tells okay. us. It tells us the only way you're going to start is if I stop and good luck, it's not going to stop. See, it hides its, it hides its failedness and you get to be blamed. It can't stop this. You are what you're looking for. You are the seeker is the sort right now this is the clarity it's not the perceived becoming clear to and then reaching a level where it finally can get it no it's a perceiving that that which is perceived is not that which is perceiving yeah and that which is perceived cannot stop or or defeat that which is perceiving Yes, one is an appearance, one is so. When the appearance seems to be so, to the so, it has some seeming reality to it. We like to punch holes in it. So you recognize the emperor has no clothes, even while it's wearing a lot of clothes. Yeah. You're right where you are, bro. I can see that thing gnawing away. It's like a rat trying to eat the wood with the hopes there's cheese behind there. It's great. Yeah. I love it. I know it's uncomfortable, but it's going to be, it's a finite event. And it, it, if it's, if it seems to be necessary, then it's necessary. So you're going to get so frustrated. It's going to drop. <laughs> 
Seriously, I yeah. This is why I like Zoom because when I would do live talks, I would be almost beat up when they were going through this phase <laughs> of frustration because they would try to attack me after the talks. Oh, but now no. I'm in a Zoom room, you can't touch me, mothers. <laughs> so it's like in, I have an I can, it's like looking at it in an aquarium. I can see the frustration, but to me that's great. Because the system is going to eat itself. It can't, it can't get it. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So just come. The magic is happening in the satsang. Yeah. Just come and be frustrated. <laughs> frustrated. Exactly. You're not that which is frustrating. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. That's why frustration is so value valuable because you've got the shit out of the weeds now and then you can recognize it as not you. Yeah. So when the system gets agitated, it shows itself. Yeah. And it always overplays its hand. Always. So frustrate away. Yeah. It's very, very healthy. Just don't do anything stupid and don't die yeah. or whatever. And it's going to get great. Yeah. Good advice. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Also, not frustrated at you, just the message. <laughs> Most people, I feel, felt like I did. They had sincerity, they were earnest, they tried their best. They went sometimes to great lengths. They went into uncomfortable places. I once did a retreat for 20 days. I lost a pound a day. Just had from some broth at 11 in the morning and meditated 13 hours a day. I was fucking flipped out. It's unbelievable. Uh, hallucinations. It was great in a lot of ways. But... <laughs> <laughs> That spiritual oil is really near the surface, man. Uh, yeah. This was about something completely different, losing interest that got me to go to that retreat in three weeks because that interest had been mutated and was reinforcing that which I wanted to destroy. Yeah. Yeah, so everything I read from Ramana fit me like a shoe, man. And the same thing with Hoang Po and a lot of stuff from Nizagadada. It just fit me. And this is why I I like to see this as a spiritual shoe store. You may have an idea of what size you are, but we're going to bring you another shoe. Just put it on. And if it fits, wear it, wear it and see what happens. Yeah. So... When I heard the message, uh, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha, it was, we have a similar thing of self can't get out of self in recovery. And when I saw that, you know, became aware of that, it went over, it referenced the whole swath of my life and said, every one of my movements was under this umbrella of self trying to get out of self. And that's why it failed. Not because I didn't do enough, because I had a lot of failures in most topics, but when it came to drug addiction, I took it 100%. I was willing. I, was, I would put my devotion to shooting cocaine with Hanuman in the Rama, Ramana stories, Ramayanas. I was devoted to it. I'd do anything for it. I'd steal, I'd beg, I'd prostitute. It treated me terribly. I never left it. I always go back. And I thought I could transcend. I figure if I shot enough coke, my body would die, but there'd be a few seconds that I'd be free from self. And it was worth it to me at that point. And yet, I sorely later on realized you can't escape from an imaginary place. 
I can't get out of what I'm not in. And I cannot get into what I'm not out of. And I had the whole fucking thing ass backwards completely. Yeah. And luckily something occurred where I saw it. And seeing it, it's almost like starting a crack in a very weak wall. The crack just goes on its own. It just, you don't have to chisel it away. It's just the crack just goes. And then you see, you know, the meaning aware, an awareness occurs. And uh, everything I read fit me to a T. And therefore, I saw I was not that. By having it all collapse on me, and realized, man, I'm never going to get it. That was the hallelujah. That was the thing my head was constantly putting off at any cost. And yet that was the, that was the, uh, that was the open secret. That was the gateless gate. It had to be, there had to be a, a giant shift of interest away from this idea of I am Paul. So that, that it's sort of like, uh, You know, does the cloud actually disappear into the sky or did it or is it just appearing as a cloud in the sky? So basically there was that something disappeared and I lost sufficient enough interest that uh, the heavy lifting was over to started traveling lighter. Yeah, so. And I wanted to see it because just like, you know, I remember I read, a, I used to do a talk at these uh, famous spiritual bookstore called the Open Secret Bookstore in San Rafael. And after I finished the talk, it was in a great room. It was like tons of Buddhas. It was, I liked the room a lot. I go out and there was books everywhere. And this one night, there was a book on consciousness, 900 pages. And it was like, why would consciousness want to read a book about consciousness? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's how it just fucking floored me. I said, well, why would I want to do that if I am that? Yeah, <laughs> this is the point. So, yeah. But what does it look like? I don't know. What does it feel like? Lots of things. I have no idea. That's the beauty of it. It's indescribable. It's incomprehensible. It's unknowable. It's unattainable. Hallelujah. It's us. Yeah. So, yep. Anyone else? Uh, we have John Luna, my friend from the Bronx. Yeah, you got Steve first. All right. But John Luna, now that's a worthy place to want to get out of the Bronx. I remember when I was there. I definitely wanted to get out of the Bronx. All right. The first guy. Who is it? Steve. I'll back to you in a minute. Oh. Who? Steve. Oh, Steve from San Diego. How you doing? Yeah. Not good. Um, my, my mind has been telling me that I've had a bad three days. And uh, I'm doing everything in my power to fight all that shit. And that's just oh, makes just it worse. Don't help somebody else, bro. It's the easiest way. Just get your... Uh, let your attention go to something other than Steve having b three bad days. Yes, because that is uh, going to assure you you're going to have another bad day. <laughs> I wouldn't Steve even know where having... to look. I'd love to go find somebody to help. I I wouldn't have a clue where or who. Well, do, do your bed. Wash your dishes. Make me some gluten-free muffins and send it in express. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Just do something. Make something. Are oats Just okay for you? Put your working mind to work, like Ramana, like Ramesh used to say, so that the psychological mind will be sent around the corner for half an hour. Oh, Getting I, never, I never heard of working mind versus psychological mind. That's cool. Oh, yeah. You know, Ramesh bent over backwards to communicate stuff. So he would talk about the working mind, which is sort of like doing, you know, all right, if I... I need six eggs and two pounds of flour. 
and write it's, a it's little. A tool. Oh, it's, it. a, it's, not, it's a tool. It's not psychological. Yeah. Oh, you're going to eat this whole cake and blah, blah. No, it's just there's an aspect of that relative head, which is the working mind. So put it to work. Yeah, I'll do something. Yeah, do something. Yeah, yeah. After the talk, for sure. Not right now. <laughs> right now. Yeah, right now. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. It just breaks the spell, you see? It breaks the spell. When... I'll just give you this example. I think it captures it. When I was younger and I was introduced to the Course in Miracles, from my uh, wealth of knowledge, I realized the problem was identification as the body. Yes? And there was a lesson in the Course in Miracles. I am not a body. I am free. I am as God created me, something like that. So I would basically sort of chant that, you know, and stay on it. And then after a few days of doing that, I realized the only thing that would chant, I'm not a body is a body. <laughs> so I realized the non-duality uh, neutering of a mistaken course of miracle understanding. It was beautiful. I said, who would be chanting? I'm, a, I'm not a body, but something that thinks it's a body. <laughs> so I'm not that. I don't have to chant it. Yeah. Yeah. So here, Steve wants to get out of Steve as Steve. So just do something. Yeah, I could just make calls. Yeah. Make calls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, or okay. make a large donation to Zen Bitch Slap. <laughs> something like that. If you have any, you know, half an acre of land in Hawaii would be nice. <laughs> if only. I don't or have enough money to say. Make a nice smoothie or something, you know? Yeah. I'm not even going to make it to Italy. I don't have enough money. So. Oh, uh, well, that could be remedied. We'll talk yeah. about that later. Yes. And you don't right. have to go to Italy. We're going to bring Italy to you, Steve. Yeah. That's the part I was thinking about as I got these things like, oh, I could go see Francis on the retreat. I could go see Paul. But that's just another Steve, Steve action, trying to escape Steve being Steve. Thinking that it's going to cure Steve of being Steve. Yeah, but you're missing one big thing. It's called yeah. Sicily. <laughs> <laughs> Never been. <laughs> you can talk about me and everyone else, but Sicily is. <laughs> okay, so it's so think of it as vacation. Okay, I'll go on a vacation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there'll be enough of us to override Steve. Sounds good. He can't okay. do it. So, yeah. Good to see you, yeah, bro. Well, be, uh, one day we'll see each other again, like we did. Yeah, down we will. We will. Whatever. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, man. All right. John Luna. Hey, what's up, Paul? Hey. So, I just, uh, you know, you're talking a lot about, uh, you know, that well, the same message, you know, it's just the same truth. It's you talk about it in different ways, and and I've recognized it by now. It, it's you know that that bell's been rung and it reverberates through my life, and and sometimes I feel like uh, you know I'll go periods where I'll get that feeling like why would I attend satsang or pick up a book or you meditate it's not really like in my thoughts it's more like a deeper feeling like it's already like it's almost like the deeper feeling is saying that activity is almost negating what is already known but no, on the other hand, no, bro. i want to okay. jump in here because this happens yeah, jump in. okay good you know you're gonna go through this little finite loop and then you may enjoy reading mm -hmm. yeah so you'll read. Yeah. Uh, you may yeah. enjoy satsang because you get together and people look like they're smiling and it's uh, instead of, you know, other gatherings yeah. you can have, it's a pretty nice space. Yeah, so. Yeah, true, true. And, you know, a lot of times 
we think either we're feeding the spirit or what we're not. You need to feed both in a little levels. Yeah. So the action yeah. needs a sense of belonging, needs a purpose, needs some distraction. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. No, but, that's uh, good. That's good. It's a good read. Yeah. Re it it re goes full me. circle. You know, there's right. a denial. First, there's the wonderful negation. And then the head fucks with that and turns it into some form of denial, which isn't negation. And then you stay with it and then you realize the denial and it drops. And then the negation becomes a much more negation opens up a space that mm -hmm. things that had, had been given a purpose of seeking that have infected it in a weird way. You're not yeah. afraid of that occurring anymore and you're just enjoying uh, it. Yes. Right, 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 right. It's just, it's the seeing. The original seeing is, is just, it's not threatened by any kind of movement of no, it know, seeking yeah. or, or even if it's like, because I mean, in reality, right, like most of our life as an action figure, there is a lot of seeking in some form or another. And, and so it would have to be seen, right? The seeing would have to see through that too, right? It can't, we can't just expect like the action figure to stop all its shenanigans well, it's not doesn't have to the action right, doesn't, figure have to. doesn't have to it's sort of like uh right. you know right i get it but sometimes it just feels like my mind was so focused on finding the truth for so many years that now that it, a lot of that burden sort of you know on the deepest level that existential angst has been lifted my yes. mind goes back to like finding sometimes unskillful ways of, of getting itself into like uh, situations and you know like creating problems to get itself out of a problem and then well, i think well go I'm back to I'm, what you know bro you have a lot of knowledge that can be applicable to the action figure it just right. doesn't have to be uh you know it's going to be a transcendent chariot to the gods yeah <laughs> right, right okay yeah, right yes yeah. so so yeah. don't be afraid of uh Sometimes that it nothing it, can it, it, affect oh. what you are, bro. Right, 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 really? right. Okay, yeah. Keep giving this meeting. Yes, it can produce a lot of effects, and a lot of them are uncomfortable. And I'd rather dodge that and avoid it. But the effects that causes discomfort and shit like that does not erase the fact of what we are. Right. Yeah. And after yeah. all the huffing and puffing and the suffering and the everything, it's always the same. You're always right. in here in nowness. Uh, yeah. Right. I mean, I remember the talk you had in Jersey, and you just said, like, this mind, these thoughts that come up, this thinking, this selfing, the audience is always the same. Right? It's always yes, the it's same. us. Yes. Right, it's right. trying to manufacture you know. consent. Right. And it's done so, it in a we've sort of given it in a in a like a lazy way. And we've gotten into a certain groove. Right. And, I go, yeah, yeah. Now instead of just, you know, con, you know, consenting to the manufacturing of this story of Paul, you're now, you know, questioning it. So now instead of everything implying it's about you, you're now saying everything is implying it's not about me that's the great switch yeah yeah ah, because yeah, yeah. it's true you don't have to do it like formally and more of it over and over again because you're ringing a bell with a clangor right it being and it reverberates the truth fucking reverberates and this right. is the association of truth satsang right. yeah Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's just that little, you probably come up against this a lot. I know, you know, I, I think I feel it in myself and others. You know, there's just that feeling of, there's still this temptation that there's this hard wired thought that's very deep that just is always saying that this life could be better than it is right now. And that thought is like very. And it's not you. Yeah, but it's not you. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it's not yeah. you. 
And it's like, whatever, what's always the, yeah. whatever appears and starts to be described, you can be sure it's not you. Yeah. Right. And I'm right. telling you, John, I met you. You uh, were. You were like. If you look at spiritual addiction, you had you'd been at 30 rehabs already. You were like a, you were a, a, you just kept committing the crime. And you've lost a lot of interest in that shit over the years I've known you. So it's yeah. fucking working. Yeah. And you're I traveling, mean, I, it, yes? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. There you it's go. Just, yeah. It's just sometimes I, I feel like I suffer a little bit. Like I'm, I, I sometimes I feel like the seeing itself is just allowing it. Like it's still seeing, it's still seeing, but just it's like, okay, how far do I allow this to go? Like how deep into this well, does the actor figure out that's go? allowing anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the thing. I keep you know, it's a little tiny. I sort of just I give over. I give away my subjectivity well, to, to so an it's object. Gonna be, uh... <laughs> The meaning that it seems to try to imply that it doesn't have that meaning. You're going to lose all these things that look like they've tightened up are all loose. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Right. Just, it's just, you're dreaming yourself out of the dreaming. And as you do, the dream's getting happier. It's a, yeah. Momentum yeah. has its own momentum. You're not able to stop it. <laughs> it's just, yeah. just go along with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just good, you know. Sometimes I need to, you know, be honest and say, "Okay, look, these doubts have come up, and just hear you tell me the truth again." And just, yeah. I think it just goes deeper. Just like, you know, maybe, you know, it, it just reverberates a little deeper. You know, sometimes I just need to. to come and back John, when I talk to you, you reinforce my my happiness of being out of the Bronx. Yeah, exactly. So I, there you we, go. We, Even though I was we, never in the Bronx. We help one another. So. We help one another. I was always uh, happy to see you. Yeah, so yeah. there you go. You're I appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. I Thank have a fondness you. for you. You're from my neck of the woods. That's right. Don't forget. <laughs> Don't forget, no. Uh, all right. Right outside Thank of the you. Bronx, it does. it isn't New York anymore. Yeah. It's uh, no. only oh, the, no. it's I Burroughs. Yeah, you know, <laughs> account <laughs> <laughs> Long Island, the Bronx, yeah. Queens, Brooklyn, maybe yeah. the end of Westchester. That's about it. Yeah, like Mount Vernon, probably. Maybe, maybe I'm, not, I'm, just, I'm giving it a couple of acres. <laughs> that's New York. <laughs> Yonkers. <laughs> All right, Paul. Thank you, Brandon. Appreciate it. Not New York. No, Staten yeah. Island's New York. <laughs> Staten yeah. Island. It's a scientific <laughs> experiment that went awry. It's yeah, not, it's a, I'm not sure. There's nothing it's like, like Staten Island, man. Wow, it's like a six. It's like a six finger. It's a trippy place. <laughs> the best thing is that it's the security. There's a ferry that comes and goes. There we go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> still trying to figure that one out. Man. I don't think they charge you still, which is great. Yeah, it's they had to keep people on the on the boat. <laughs> uh, that's where I first started giving talks with Staten Island. Can you imagine it? No, I can't. Doesn't seem people like a spot. They start speaking in Costa Rica, Tiruvannamalai, Byron Bay. <laughs> Me, it was Staten Island. <laughs> you know what though? That's how you get. That's how you strengthen your. Your, your, your sword, though, you know, you did loins are. Let me I, tell you, it's a lot harder. My, gird, my loins have been girded for a while. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> man, right? I mean, you can have it easy and go do a talk in, in Taos, New Mexico, but if you come oh, to Staten Island, okay. then, yeah. I mean, food, free desserts and uh, fresh juices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like yeah, those. It was like the Wild West back then. Yeah, you got to come into the the, the hard spaces. Man. That was great. Great. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, John. Thank you. Yeah. Always good talking, Paul. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Have, uh, Madeline, is she the next gal? Yeah. Hey, Madeline, how are you? 
Hey, Paul, I'm great. Thanks. Great talk tonight. Um, not really a question, just a statement. Um, I, I've been listening to your talks for a while, and um, a couple weeks ago I had, uh, I suppose I should add, add the quotes, I had um, this experience that was like so pure and so organic and just hit me like a lightning bolt of like seeing the, the falseness of the self and and like the physical location of the mind you know and it and it rocked my world it was amazing and um and and in that experience um or i should say like in the weeks following um when i've sat down to meditate all i can really do is laugh because <laughs> i just see the mind like getting in there you know and having that point of reference and like working really hard and we're going to have this we're going to put this earnest effort forth to be really good and really pure and we're going to get back to that place and it's like i can't get back there you know and i, and I don't need to i don't want to it's just it's kind of uh the whole thing is kind of hilarious and so um that's really all i got for you i just kind of wanted to share that with you and uh and thank you thank you for the message it's brought it's really brought a relief and a space to my life that I have never, ever known. So thank you. Thank you. Oh, great. I think we should end with that one. Seriously, if there's no burning desires. Yeah, Mike? Any burning desires? I think that was a high five minutes to think about it, okay? Thank you, Madeline. Yeah, I'm going to start saying goodbye. Madeline, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, relief, Paul. Relief, spaciousness, all that. Yeah, those are, uh, yeah. 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 Part I like. All right. Mike, nice to see you, bro. Mike, you're, you're facing the wall now, or not. You're looking from the wall. No, I guess not facing out the window since, I mean, the, the camera's not facing out the window since the start. Yeah. Andy, yes. Nice to see you, Andy. Steve, San Diego. Yes. Jacob K. Nice to see you, Jacob. Thanks, Paul. Craig May, you're welcome. Craig May. We uh we walked down the hallway, we passed the closet, Craig, today. Yes. I stopped, I looked in, and everything was nice, so I decided not to open up the door. Yeah. All right. John, Florida. As always, bro. Yes. You never thought it was going to be based on loss of interest, eh? <laughs> never in a million years, man. There you go. Bingo. William Stamps. Nice to see you, my friend. Sticking with us. Emerson in Long Beach. Long Beach. That's where we got Lola from. That's Long Beach, our dog. Yeah. Uh, Christy Silva. Nice to see you, Christy. Yeah. Sherry, Sherry, safely entrenched in San Diego. Yes. Thanks, Paul. Thanks. Beautiful talk. <laughs> nice to you. see you, hon. Anu. Nice to see you, Anu. Yeah. Richard H. Are you coming up sometime sooner or later? I'd like to, yeah. Yeah, I just got to well, get... Hold on, I'll be with you in a second, Richard. First, Anu. I'd like both of you to come, but Anu. And not this coming weekend, but maybe... Uh, yeah, this month I will come up. I would love to. Uh, that's good. All right, Richard, you're going to come down sometime? Yes. Yes, I am. Oh, great. Just make sure we're having it either at the house or the church. So. Yeah, I always check. Oh, good, good. All right, Esther. Esther's got ready. She's going to put those things over the eyes. Yeah, go to sleep. Very nice. Yes, yeah. It's funny. Does the seeing stop when you can't see through the eyes? No, of course. <laughs> Lisa M. Crocodile head. What? Well, she's getting these strange things here. Alligator, I would imagine, in uh, Alabama. Lisa M. I love you, Paul. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you uh, soon. Yeah. Shannon, Shannon Corkery. David, down under. Melbourne. 
Yes. You're going to be going into the summer. Uh, Miranda. Yes. Zoe Banks. Wow, Zoe. Zoe has a, a seat assignment of being of service to the youth of America. We can't fuck with that. No. I mean, I wish I had Zoe Banks as a teacher. As a teacher. I wouldn't have learned anything anyway, probably, but whatever. <laughs> nice to look Would have been nice, yes. Sister Marion. Those Dominican nuns. Yeah. They weren't a laughing type. No. Took a lot serious. Crispy, Mammoth Lakes. Christine, Hawaii. On the Kona side. Andrew, Yes. Thank God it's not you that's frustrated, Andrew. Yeah, thank you, Paul. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome, man. Lynn D., there she is, the sky appearing as a cloud. Cassandra B., very happy that I've met Cassandra through this uh, system. Same as with Zoe and everybody, yeah. Thank you, Paul. Great talk tonight. I really appreciate it. Oh, good, good. Susan K., my latte lady. I drink one every day, Susie K. Yeah. Two a day. Yeah. Uh, Jacob, let's see. I think, oh, Fletch. Nice to see Fletch. Grateful Dave dropped in. Susanna W. Yeah, Susanna. Sicily, I've got a book for all the roads you can uh, run on, all the trails. Lee, California. I can't see you. Simon Krishna. Nice to see Simon. I think I know who that one is. Hey, thanks, everybody. Uh, thanks. I mean, uh, Mia and Norda crowd into the camera. Hi, Rebecca. Bye, Rebecca. Here's Mia. Here's Rebecca. Hi, Mia. Bye, Mia. There's Rebecca, yeah. Amelia. Nora's in the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> Lola. Yeah. Hi, Lola. There she goes. Uh, hey, thanks, everyone. Thank you. Good night. I'll be here tomorrow, 1030, the recovery Pacific time. And then Saturday is at the church at one o'clock, Zoom and live.